Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy. My show, the Talk to Q Radio Show, It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. What's going on, people? All right. I want to welcome all of you to another special Q on One podcast edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And today's show is brought to you by MyHebrewRoots.net. Now, tonight... I am joined by a writer, a filmmaker, and she's from America's most diverse city, Sacramento, California. Please welcome Miss <laughs> Isabella Church to the Talk to Q radio show. Izzy, how's it going? Hi, how are you? I'm doing all right, and I hope it's okay to call you Izzy. Yeah, it's great. That's perfect. All right, cool. All right, well, first of all, you started off as an actress and a model in New York City. So I guess my first question is, how did you find yourself on the opposite part of the country coming from California? Well, actually, I came from, I'm, I would, was born in California in Sacramento, and then I, I spent some of uh, my teenage years in early teens in Arizona. So it's mm-hmm. still way off, way far away from New York, but um, it was kind of, I kind of fell into it, I guess. I was um, acting um, while I was in Arizona. I was doing, like, after-school sort of plays and stuff like that, and I got invited uh, to come to New York for, like, a workshop, and I did very well in this workshop. And um, I met um, a couple agents at the workshop who actually um, said that they wanted to represent me, and one of them was Wilhelmina. Um, so at the time I was working with Ford in Arizona, um, which is very different than Ford in New York, but, uh, Wilhelmina was like a great opportunity for me to come to New York and start to, you know, get involved in professionally, like auditioning for some bigger projects. Um, mm-hmm. so it was, uh, I was pretty lucky. It was, um, you know, it was after school opportunity that turned into something a lot bigger. So that was that was what brought me to New York and then from there like a lot of my you know, career kind of blossomed and I I changed a lot and I learned a lot while in New York and so I kinda of began to shape my own career by the opportunities and people that I met once right. I was in New York and kind of had a better idea of what that what it was all like when you're really trying to audition in like a big city and, you know, pay for rent and do all the other <laughs> life stuff that you got to do. So, um, you know, I slowly but surely figured it out and still figuring it out. But, uh, yeah. I can only imagine, I mean, the bright lights of the big city, um, a lot of competition there. So I, I would be a nervous wreck personally, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, so you're in New York. From there, you graduated from uh, Marymount Manhattan College, specializing in writing for film and television. And then later on, you worked for DreamWorks and eventually got into acting. It seems like you're all over the screen, but how did all this on-screen stuff translate into a novel? 
so um, while I was at DreamWorks, it started like an internship at um, when I was at Marymount, and I got an internship there. It was like a year-long internship. It was pretty intense. Um, but I really, I, I was working with um, the head of the film and television department there at the time, um, and um, I was learning how to analyze books for film. So um, that's actually kind of, you know, I, I at school I was studying writing for film and television, so it was more screenplay uh-huh. writing. But but while I was there, I was reading like you know tons and tons of books every week and really determining like, oh, is this a book that can be translated to film? So mm-hmm. um, even though my studies were writing for film and television, and I do lots of screenplay writing, um, that was kind of the influence for me making Angry Movie Guy into a novel first and then wanting it to actually go to film. That's my hope. My hope is that later on it's going right. to be translated and adapted and um, for the screen. So that's like the the plan there. But that's, yeah, that's kind of how that happened. And I was, you know, studying film, um, actually, you know, camera work and and studying opposite side of the screen as an actress and writing and just really wanting to, you know, produce my own projects. Um, and I've only really produced short films at this point um, and small, like, pilot-type projects. But I'd like to do something bigger and eventually a feature. So I'm still, like, working in that direction. And and I'm, you know, the book is, like, a big part of me um, moving forward into that direction with my work so okay that's pretty cool yeah that's pretty cool yeah. all right so enters the book angry movie guy now the title yeah. itself is, is very interesting um mm-hmm. this is a romantic comedy that blends witty dialogue self-hatred and a few other rom-com features but um just to let my listeners know more about the book angry movie guy is about a character named charlie zimmerman an awkward film reviewer who chooses to become a sensational, verbally incontinent film critic known as Angry Movie Guy, you know, to achieve his famous success. Now, when he he starts reviewing um, everything on TV, his reviews threaten to destroy the career of a woman named Alexa, who's an absent-minded, fiery, independent filmmaker whom Charlie has fallen in love with. So now he has to re-examine his personal life and his career, and the event serves as a catalyst for his Grinch-like personal redemption. Uh, so now that Charlie's more in touch with his feelings, he relentlessly, relentlessly pursues Alexa, uh, while the lewd producer of his show, Harry, plots against the budding romance, using the bad publicity as a model, to, of, as a tool to keep them apart. Uh, I mean, it's a very interesting plot. Okay. Thank you. And uh, I, I, you know, I've watched my share of romantic comedies, but I kind of like this one as far as the plot is concerned because basically, you know, he becomes this famous movie critic, so to speak, but his explosive reviews kind of, you know, hurts Alexa, someone who he cares about. I mean, so what was the inspiration behind this book? I guess that should be my the first question as far as the book is concerned. Sure, yeah, the um that was a great description of my book. I liked it very much. <laughs> By the way, but um yeah, the um inspiration behind the book was really 
um, a combination of things. One, you know, just so my studies at the university really helped me and inspired me to um, look at film differently and um, I guess more have a to have a more critical eye and you know it's it filmmaking is a it's a challenging business and you know I applaud everybody who you know works in the industry and makes their own projects because it's a lot of effort and a lot of talented people work in that industry, you know. Um, But if, you know, if you really want to break down a film and you're really, like, looking at it with a keen or possible critical eye, you know, you can really see things that you may not have seen the first time around or even the second time around because you're just simply enjoying it for the entertainment. Um, And I was kind of introduced to that in my studies and it was the first time that I had been taught to look at things in film differently. Um, it was a little jarring, <laughs> a little jarring at first. And yeah, and my, my teachers were, they seemed really like, you know, like, Oh my gosh, you're attacking a film. I love, you know, but like ultimately they're, they were just being, having a keen and critical eye on certain things. So, I mean, that was sort of the first influence. And then from there, um, that was just a seed, and then it grew, you know, going to see a movie that I thought was going to be amazing and ended up turning out to not be what I uh, thought it was going to be. And, (laughs) you know, just a bad, you know, a couple of bad movies, and then, like, that sort of started to grow, and, and, you know, my teachers didn't seem so evil. <laughs> I was like, they have a point. This movie sucks. Um, so, yeah. And then sensationalism, you know, we were in a, in a world where, um, like, you know, our, our stars are, they influence people so much, everything they do, you know, sure. today, everything a star does, where they eat, what they're wearing, what they're listening to, who they're dating. I mean, it's like people are obsessed with it. And so, um, and even the very big sensational stars, you know, ones that it's like, oh, they're in trouble again. Oh, they're doing this now. But we are just like, we got to pick up the magazine and read what they're doing. We got to tune in, you know, and watch what they're watch what they're saying or who they pissed off now because we just kind of love to hate them or we're just like addicted to the drama. Right. So I guess a combination of all of those uh, things created Angry Movie Guy because he is just full, he's totally sensational and he's, he's always pissing somebody off. And, <laughs> but people love to hate him. Like they just kind of cringe when he talks, but they have to tune in to see what like obnoxious thing he's going to say next. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, yeah, that was, that was kind of the inspiration for this character who took, you know, some time to grow and figure out, like, okay, how do you make a character like this who can be so biting and um, bitter and have several qualities that you wouldn't seem seemingly be attractive? How do you make that person? How do you still want to root for this person? So it's a right. time to kind of grow the entire story so that Charlie didn't seem so like, you know, 
out of place in his own world and that like his world uh you wanted to root for him at the end you're like okay he's he's not that bad you know it's like oh we get it you know it's like okay <laughs> we we could see how that could happen you know so it took time but yeah that was sort of the influence behind the work those bad movies and sensational <laughs> actors i guess hey, bad movies would definitely influence you to want to write something for sure um, right so um are there any writers who influenced your work uh definitely um, let's see i have nora efron is a is a writer who is pretty well known for taking um books to film and also mm-hmm. just like very and she passed away recently but she's like was very big in like the um, romantic comedy thing scene. You know, she did Sleepless in oh, Seattle. Yeah. And, You've got mail. And some other. Yeah. So she's Harry like a big. Exactly. So she's like phenomenal, right? Like everything she did was amazing. So to me, she was a big influence over my work. Even though when, even though I don't think I knew I was directly being influenced, it wasn't till later that you know, kind of people said, "Hey, this kind of reminds me of it," and. I loved her work so much, you know, and I think it was kind of like indirectly, directly influencing me, you know. And then someone who I think directly influenced me was Charlie Kaufman, which is another, and again, I'm, I'm, Nora Ephron did book to film, but Charlie Kaufman is strictly a screenwriter, but he influenced me because, um, again, I was studying screenwriting originally mm-hmm. um and um i always imagine angry movie guy on screen so to me it was like okay it starts here but then it grows and it it will eventually go to screen that was always my original intention so um charlie kaufman was a big influence just because he's he's just a phenomenal writer and he has these, yeah like, being john malkovich ab- yeah crazy like crazy abstract ideas that somehow work and how can you take something so freaking abstract like that and make it so entertaining and not seem off the wall, I think is just genius. So that was a big influence to me, and I wanted to kind of combine a little bit of that. I wanted some of that feeling to be in here. And um, so I tried to I, I tried to have somewhat of an abstract feel, so... Angry Movie Guy is not your typical rom-com. Well, it has all the elements. Girl me, guy meets girl. Guy falls in love with girl. Guy screws up. Guy has to re, uh, you know, redeem himself. All of those elements are all in there. But there's a lot of other elements that are not typical to a rom-com, which I attribute to my influence between... Um, Charlie Kaufman, that sort of feel. Like, actually, there's a Charlie actually has an astral side of himself. So there's astral Charlie, which is like his id who kind of coincides in this reality some way, um, which is sort of that Charlie Kaufman sort of feel. Like, how can you make this sort of strange thing that's happening at this point somehow fit? And he's, you know, Charlie's seen his therapist a lot. So um, I try to kind of include it in this, like, sort of Jungian thing, like dream therapy and Jungian sort of thing that you're, you know, that Charlie's really, really is kind of having a meltdown because he wasn't 
he wasn't born the angry movie guy. You know, he wasn't even, uh-huh. you know, he he's a sweet kid, sweet, awkward kid who gets shifted into this reality um, by chance. And so he's really, you know, looking for parts of his own persona that kind of got lost in this transition. Um, so there's an id to him. There's the actual part of him that's trying to kind of like snap him out of reality, out of this angry movie guy reality and bring him back to himself as well. So, um, and that was influenced by Charlie. And yeah, those were, I would say those, I mean, I'm also a huge John Hughes fan, which is also a screenwriter, but um, they, and I don't know if that, that's not really so much of an influence in here, but I love him. <laughs> so we'll just <laughs> big tribute to John Hughes. So, um, but he has okay. influenced other work that I'm doing. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I guess I meant to ask you, I want to back up for a second. How did you come up with the title? Angry Movie Guy? Yeah. Um, that, that took a while. Actually, it was like a, it actually had several different titles before it became Angry Movie Guy, and I was really not filling the other titles. Um, And it was frustrating me because I liked what I had had so far, what I had written, and all the time I had taken to develop what I had. And it's like, you know, but if you don't like, you're not grabbed from the get-go, you're like, oh. It's not like even grabbing me from the get-go with the titles that I had. Right. So that was actually like just an influence. A friend of mine, we had like, a, I had done a reading of it. And these awesome people that, you know, I had helped read out what I had so far. And um, and then I kind of powwowed with some people afterward. And um, during one of those powwows, um, this uh, gentleman named John who was, uh, just really great, gave me some, like, great advice uh, writing-wise because I was looking for, I felt like there were some things, like, missing in the story and I wasn't sure what they were. I had a sort of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he just um, really kind of steered me in the right direction and his, his influence um, basically... Um, helped me finish the book, I think, as he really, he helped me come up with Angry Movie Guy. You know, our little powwow really helped me steer in that direction of that title. And also to um, create another section of my book, which is this part that I absolutely adore, which wasn't there um, in the beginning, which was that there is a movie that um, Charlie keeps watching throughout the entire novel. And he wants to be, it's called Lost in Her, in Her Eyes. That's the name of the movie that he keeps rewatching. And it's like an old black and white uh-huh. movie. And it's like his most, it's his favorite movie. It's like the most romantic movie of all time, right? Um, and so he keeps watching it. And he wants to be like the lead character in this movie. He wants to be like Jack Waters, who is the lead character in this movie, Lost in Her Eyes. And so he keeps imagining himself as Jack Waters. And when he actually ends up meeting Alex, he realizes, well, possibly if there's someone who's like the lead female, who is this woman named Edie Green, 
that he could possibly be like a Jack Water. So that's also another kind of push for him okay. to like um, catalyst. Yeah, that was actually two. Uh, you didn't even ask me about the one, but I just answered it anyway. <laughs> the, the Jack Waters and then so. Yeah, so it was a kind of a, I guess it was a friend, and it was a friend who really sat with me, and I was a little blocked at the time, and he really was like, okay, let's just think this through. What do you think yeah. is missing? And and really helped me to sit back down and finish what I was doing, because without that, it was one conversation, like one conversation that just like altered everything, and I was able to sit back down and finish writing the book so that's Yay. pretty cool for him <laughs> for helping me right right yeah and, john uh, rogers I, big okay. tribute to him yeah and it's like the title i mean it's a simple title but yeah but i i when i when i see this if when i visualize this for the big screen for a movie and <clears throat> excuse me and i see angry movie guy first person that comes to my mind is danny mcbride you know, or, or Will Ferrell or someone like that. Yeah. Playing this and so, I mean, it, the title would definitely catch your attention as far as the movies were concerned. And that's um, good that you're kind of thinking in that direction because that's sort of the, that's the vibe. You know, that's the, that's mm-hmm. where the Harry Met Sally sort of disappears. Uh-huh. <laughs> this other other vibe sets in because where it does have some of this nor Ephron thing that kind of grabs the female readers, it definitely has, you know, exactly the, the two actors you were talking about, Danny McBride and Will Ferrell, it has that vibe as well, um, which grabs the male audience. Um, right, so right. that's what's really, and I think it does, it ties it all together. The title for me, it's like, that's who he is. He's the angry movie guy. He just cannot, by this point, like he didn't start out that way, but by, by by the time we, you know, we get to him, we're like, man, this guy is off his rocker, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I mean, but, if you say angry angry movie guy and Danny McBride, I mean, I'm so... <laughs> awesome. Those two, two seem to go together. Um well, I mean, we we know about the main characters. Um, are there any other characters? I mean, do you have a favorite in the book yourself, someone that you really enjoy writing about? Um, I I think I like all of them. I just, I mean, Charlie, obviously, he's, you gotta love Charlie. You know what I mean? Like, that was, that was a challenge for me, I would say. Like, when I first started kind of getting to know this guy because I hadn't like, you know, rounded out all of his good and bad sides. It took a while for me to be like in love with my character. It was like, oh man, you know, like this guy is a bit much at times, you know, but as the story kind of came together, everyone, everyone kind of becomes a favorite. I mean, like even Harry, the lewd producer, like he's, he's funny to me. Like he's a very funny character because he's mm-hmm. over the top. He's very exaggerated. He's the guy that always has like two um, blonde um, arm candy, you know, 
on, on either side of him, and that's the way he <laughs> nice. likes to roll. You know, he likes to roll that way with his his blonde arm candy and his he's always got his vodka martini and he's he's a showman. You know what I mean? And and he's the exact opposite of Charlie, which I think is like makes him makes the story work. But he's he's very humorous to me in his own way and um and I, I love Jack Waters and Edie Green. Those characters are really interesting to me because, like I said, they were they grew later on. They weren't like part of the initial right. story. Um, and I really think that they um, help tie everything together because um, they're just like they feed in they feed into that romantic comedy stuff too but it also gives another tone to the story which i think is really nice like when you start to read it when charlie's watching the movie in the book you really fall into another world for a bit um, okay and i think that's kind of nice you know to be able to like drop into another world but still be in his world at the same time so yeah. Now, as far as the characters are concerned, I mean, are we going to see them again? Is is there anything additional you know to look forward um, to? Angry Movie Guy too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe there is an Angry Movie Guy too. I mean, I could definitely uh, see Charlie coming back um, and be raring to go, like depending on what happens, you know. Um, I haven't started an angry movie guy too yet, um, but I mean, I'm hoping the next time you see him is on the big screen. That's like my goal is to like, you know, get some people interested in, um, you know, seeing this on the big screen and that will hopefully be the next place. And um, then that will hopefully inspire an angry movie guy too, because people will be so attached to Charlie, they'll want him to come back for some more so yeah okay all right so what lessons have you learned as far as you know writing the book um a lot of times when you submerge yourself into something like this you kind of come out with a different perspective of things or you learn a little something about yourself or, or so i mean did you learn anything on your writing journey Um, yeah, I learned a lot on my writing journey. It was very, um, well, it kind of seemed like it was never ending at one point. I'll say that. <laughs> but, um, what else did I learn besides that? If Yeah, I guess that's one thing. Like, you know, it's hard not to, you know, you really have to stick to your guns when it's like something like this because there was points where it was like, how am I still editing this book? How am I still... You know, and when do you stop? You know, right. when do you say, okay, that's it, like, it's, it's done? You know, because I probably, I mean, I was editing it up to, like, the night before it went to the printer, you know. So it's like you're, I guess, just learning when you have to say, okay, it's done, you know. And maybe there's more. Maybe there's always something else. But, yeah, maybe it'll come back in an angry movie guy, too. So just, I guess, learning to say okay it's time it's time to let it to let it uh go out into the world and see you know 
be out there and let people expose it to the world. So that's a little hard, harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, so that was an interesting um, moment. And just, I guess, like really um, wanting to, when you're writing a screenplay, it's so different than writing a novel because in the screen you can, you don't have to describe every little thing. You know, whereas in a novel, it's really, you really need to make it descriptive and you really need to make the audience see what you're seeing without, like, you know, intruding on their own imagination at the same time. Um, So that's, like, I think was interesting for me to, um, you know, it was a different style of writing, so it was interesting for me to be able to learn to express myself in that capacity. Um, okay. Um, yeah. All right, cool. That's what I say. I'm sure there is a lot more things I learned. Not to give up. That's a big <laughs> one. Yeah. Right. All right, well, a couple <laughs> more questions and we'll get you out of here. Um, when will the book launch? Where can we get it? And um, do you have any type of um, book promotions or signings upcoming? Yes, I do. So the book is coming out in February because, or the paperback, because it is a rom-com. So we just thought, why not kind of tie it into sort of the Valentine's Day theme. Yeah. So it will be launching um, during the month of February, early February. Um, And in but people can always go on right now if they want, if they're, like, intrigued and they're like, I got to have this book. So uh, please do go on Amazon and pre-order it. You can pre-order it just by, you know, t- typing in a- angrymovieguy.com. And you can also go to um, angrymovieguy.com. I'm sorry. You can go on Amazon and just do angrymovieguy. <laughs> and then you can go to the website and do angrymovieguy.com. And um, either way, you can pre-order it. So you can, if you go to the website, you'll learn a little bit more. You might, you can listen to um, the trailer and read a little bit more about myself. If you're interested in learning more about um, me and some of that, you can go there, or you can just go straight to Amazon and pre-order it. And then if you follow me on Twitter at um, Izzy Church two 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 or on Facebook at just Izzy Church, or on Instagram at Listen to Izzy Church, then you'll have an opportunity to find out when we're doing some giveaways. Like I'm going to be have oh, a street okay. team. Yeah, I'm going to have a street team in New York. So people are going to be out with, uh, you know, all around Manhattan and doing giveaways. Um, and giveaways, not, I'm going to be doing a big thing with Instagram where people um, take photos with these bookmarks and they have an opportunity to win not only just a, a signed book, but they also have a chance to win gift cards for Barnes & Noble. Um, and well, I have T-shirts and hats and other like very fun things. So that's one way they can do it and they could win. And then if you go on there and you're just linked up to me, then you'll know when we're going to do the launch because the launch um, – date hasn't been officially posted yet until it gets a little closer but it will be right around valentine's day and all of the information for where we're going to hold the event and if you want to 
um, get a ticket to come so you can get a signed book and be a part of all the fun activities that we're going to be doing that day. Um, just follow along and you'll get to hear exactly when it's happening. Plus, you'll get there, we're doing like lots of cool things. Like we're going to have a like an online um, vlog, so like a mm-hmm. interview tour online. And there's going to be several days that there's going to be books given away. And if they follow along uh, online, then they'll know when they can get one. All right. Sounds good. Sounds like you have a lot going on. So um, I guess what are you working on now? I mean, now that this book is pretty much a done deal, are you taking a break or are you going right back at it? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really had a chance to take a break because it's, it's like, oh, the book's done, and now it's like, but if you want people to read it, you gotta, they got to know about it. <laughs> so it's been a lot of, like, promotion, which is another thing you learn when you're writing a book. You're like, I'm finished, yay. But, like, there's so much to be done after it's finished. It's not really, it's really just the beginning of, like, the next phase, you know, which is now you know, getting it onto people's shelves and getting it into people's hands. So I've been very, right. very busy with, with promotion um, and trying to spread the, the the good word, if you will, about Angry Movie Guy. And um, that's been pretty time-consuming for me. But I'm also working on other projects. I mean, um, stuff with film still. I, I'm working on some short films that I'm a writer on and an actress on and director on. And so I'm, I'm never going to, you know, quit on that. Like that just kind of continues along in the same fashion. And I work with an improv troupe, so I do a lot of sketch comedy. So I'm doing a lot of sketch writing right now, which is cool. fun for me. Yeah, it's fun because it's different and it's not something that I – have done in the past, but it's a great way to um, to do something a lot quicker. You know, even a short film can be very time-consuming. Yeah. You know, so doing something that's like sketch and it's like 30 seconds or three minutes or whatever it is, it's a little, a little quicker, a little less time-consuming, and, you know, it can be fun. And I have a lot of fun um, other writers and actors that are part of the same troupe that I've I've been establishing some good rapport with, which is fun. So those are those are things. And then in 2016, I have some stuff that I is going to be coming out, which is like a animation slash graphic novel. Oh, okay. The suffer- yeah, it's it's a really fun project. It's like a 2D, 3D animation. Uh, that I've been working on and it's just like small clips like we are doing like 30 second minute clips and we have a whole group a series of clips that's going to come out plus a graphic novel that um, has like little short stories but it's in that vein of like South Park or Futurama or American Dad so it's that vibe right right Um, I definitely love some of those shows I'm a big American Dad Family Guy. And family Guy. I love Family Guy. Yeah. 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 He's amazing. So, uh, yeah, he's a, he's another person that's been very influencing my work, you know, in in the comedy realm. A lot of my stuff is in the comedy realm right now, so that's good. It's, like, all kind of 
you know, influencing e- each other in its own mm-hmm. way. So, hey, well, people need to laugh these days. So, um, I mean, yes, they I, do. Lo- I love comedy and anything that's 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 drawing influence from um, what Seth MacFarlane. I mean, <laughs> I'm all for it. So, yeah, Definitely. he's awesome. He's amazing. So yeah, I'll let you know when we're doing that, and it's that's 2016. We'll be putting some of that stuff out, and I'm excited about it because it was. I worked with some other really great illustrators um, mm-hmm. alongside myself. I'm also an illustrator, so I was illustrating along with them, and it's been a process. Another one of those growing processes that it's like, oh, creativity, um, you know. You take your creativity to a project that you, that is like very time consuming, and you really have to be committed. Animation yeah. is something that's like on a whole other game too that I've learned a lot about. But you really have to be committed to it because it is time consuming, crazy, but um, it's fun. I can believe that. And it's fun and rewarding, you know, in its own way. You get it's like you learn to be rewarded by like small things. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that UFO just flew for three <laughs> seconds. That was awesome. Yay. <laughs> three seconds. That was so oh, cool. After three days of work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, it only took us like six months, and we finished like <laughs> three minutes. So cool. Yeah, animation is definitely a lot of work, and- Kind of deadly. My goodness. (laughs) Actress, model, author, film writer, illustrator. You probably can split the atom. I mean, I guess there's nothing you won't do. Um, Yeah, brain (laughs) surgery is next. Brain surgery. Right, right, exactly. Natural progression of things. Gotta evolve. I know, right? Well, Izzy, I appreciate you taking the time to do the show. It's been wonderful to speak with you and to learn about Angry Movie Guy. Um, Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. I really appreciate it. It's been great. Okay. February 2016, around Valentine's Day. Uh, You can go ahead and pre-order on Amazon. You can go to angrymovieguy.com. Follow her on Twitter at Izzy Church two two two, right? That's right. Okay, and uh, yeah, I, I appreciate you taking the time to do the show, and um, I hope to speak with you soon. I hope you stay in touch. I definitely will, and uh, maybe you can come out for the launch. Be fun. Okay. Oh, I'll be cool. I've never been to New York City, so that'll be oh, pretty cool. I've been to need- upstate New York and Buffalo and Syracuse, but never to New York City. Oh, you got to come. You got to so, come. It's on my to-do be... list, trust me. All right. Well, then I will make sure that I let you know when it is so that, you know, it's not like uh, it's the city that never sleeps, right? You're, it's always something to do here. It's, it's it's a fabulous place to visit and live. Right. But, you know, definitely visit. You'll have an amazing time. I have a... Um... I have a cousin that I saw over the Thanksgiving holidays who um, graduated from Columbia, and he lives in the Manhattan area now. And he was telling me all about just 
New York, so he's trying to talk me up, talk me into coming. So good, Maybe it can actually happen. There you go, perfect. You have a he has an extra room or a couch. <laughs> and um, hey, I'll take what I can get. That's right. So. I know. Good. Well, thank you so much. And um, uh, I mean it. You should definitely come. I'll send you all the info. Okay. That sounds great. I appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate this. And, um, yeah, hopefully everyone will check out the book. Okay. And we most definitely will. And um, especially for those who can be a part of the giveaways and maybe get a chance to score a book that way. But um, Yeah, definitely. And that's going to do it for another Q on One podcast on the Talk to Q radio show. My thanks to Isabella Church for joining me this evening. Be sure to pick up Angry Movie Guy. Go to angrymovieguy.com. Go ahead and pre-order. And remember that the show airs live every Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. If you missed the live show, then you can hear the replays on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or the Good Radio Network. And when all else fails, you can find every show in the archives over at TalkToQ.com. Like my Talk to Q radio show fan page and find me on Twitter at Talk to Q. Everyone, enjoy your evening. Peace out. Then try all your be real. That's the better deal with them Hebrew roots. You probably don't have a clue, but it's true. It's what they do. Keeping your hair healthy with care. Watching other people stare. That's the glare. Getting rid of that dandruff. When your hair gets rough, they know when it's tough. I ain't getting the bluff. You got to stay enough. Is enough with 12 different type of try oils. So quit acting like you ain't got no type. Follow the Hebrews right because the Hebrews night nice tonight. Uh.